Welcome to the KLE Podcast with your host, Sean Smith. Encouraging and equipping leaders with a kingdom mindset to inspire, to influence, and to impact your culture where you are every single day. And now for today's episode. You know, the day I began to discover that the kingdom of God and what Jesus spoke about the kingdom of God wasn't just a temporary kind of dispensation that fitted into something that was what he was doing on the earth, but it actually was about everything about what he was doing on the earth and everything that he was introducing for the future. <clears throat> it changed my whole paradigm. It changed my whole mindset. It changed the way I read the Bible and how I understood the leadership of Jesus, how what how I understood the things that he was teaching, what he was doing, how he interacted with his team, it changed everything because I began to see it from a totally different paradigm. When I was seeing it from the paradigm or the mindset that I'd been taught, which was a church paradigm, a ministry mindset, it it I couldn't interpret it properly. You see, when you have certain kinds of glasses on that that's your paradigm basically it's the lens through which you interpret the world and you then begin to interpret the, the the world the way you want to see it or the way you think it should be you think that's the reality of everything because you interpret it that way but that's not the case when when you take off the lenses when you adjust the lenses and you you get the right lenses, you begin to interpret things properly. It doesn't mean you get it all right, but you begin to understand a whole lot of other things involved in what's, what was, what is the Bible. It's the concepts, it's the, the life of it, it's the spirit of it. You begin to understand the whole attitude of it. You begin to understand the paradigm of it. It's not just the text. It's so much more the words are life. Jesus said, my words are spirit and they are life. And, we, and many times what we do is we we get the words, but we don't, in fact, embrace the spirit or the life of it. And that's when you can use the Bible in a religious way. So let's, a scripture that really spoke to me this morning, and I, I've mentioned it often and I'll mention it again because it is so powerful. But in verse uh, in Luke chapter 4 and verse 42 it says this when daybreak came Jesus left Simon Peter's house and he went to a secluded place and the crowds were searching for him and they came to him and tried to keep him from leaving them but he said I now listen to this listen to this profound I mean right here in this one verse we have we can capture the whole strategy, the whole mission, the whole purpose of Jesus. And he says in verse 43, I must preach the good news of the kingdom of God to the other cities also, because I was sent for this purpose. Right there, it sums it all up. It sums it all up. He said, for this purpose, I was sent. I was sent for this purpose. To do what? I must preach or proclaim or bring the message of the Good news of the kingdom of God. What good news are you preaching? What good news are you listening to? 
what good news are you embracing how are you how are you interpreting what you're hearing you see the problem the thing about it is is that we interpret things when we look at kingdom we think democracy we think about parliaments and we think about um federal government or you know a parliament we think about prime ministers we think about presidents but the kingdom of god is nothing like that nothing like that most of us have grown up not well not grown up with a with a mindset of what a king and a kingdom is at all we have no idea so we try and interpret all of this through our church mentality through our democracy through our understanding our western or middle eastern or far eastern cultural kind of understanding of our nation and how things operate and how we govern we have no clue we we try and interpret what jesus was doing through and his strategy and his mission we try and understand it through uh, our denomination through our organization through our pastor's view of on things through our programs we, that's how we try and understand it but it's nothing like that it's the kingdom of god it's a kingdom a king's rulership and domain it's a king's lordship the possession that his ownership and his rule it's it's his uh, um what's the word um constitution now when the reason i'm talking about this is because then you begin to go back when he was earlier he was talking about this he gets up in his hometown and it says the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was handed to him and he unrolled the scroll and he found the place where it was written verse 18 the spirit of the lord is upon me because he has anointed me <clears throat> so Isaiah was talking about the messiah the coming king the anointed king that would arrive a priest who's also a king a prophet who is a king his his time on the earth those were the, his gifts that he he brought out but he what he is the king of kings and now he declares this is my mission this is the mission my kingdom mission <clears throat> excuse me this is what i'm to fulfill and he says he has anointed me to do what to preach the good news to the poor number 1 sent me to announce release to the captives number 2 recovery of sight to the blind number 3 set free those who are oppressed downtrodden bruised and crushed by tra tra tragedy four and then number five to proclaim the year of god's favor the day or the or the time or the 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 time of the favor of of god abounding towards humankind because now the kingdom has come his kingdom with all its benefits with all its mission has arrived and as we can embrace this he came as the king he came as the king anointed as as the king to declare good news to the poor 
sent, sent by God, the Father, to announce release to the captives. We're not trying to, we're not trying to find a way to get release. He's declaring in the kingdom, there is release. Release of the captives. He's declaring recovery of sight to the blind. We've been speaking about the blind. It's not, not just physically blind, but to those that are blinded by religion, blinded by the religions of, the, of these kingdoms of this earth. Blinded followers, blinded leaders. Recovery, recovery, re recovery of sight. The, the ability to see again like Adam and Eve could, to see what the kingdom of God is about, what God is about, what the, the, the realms of God is about. To set free those who are pressed, downtrodden, bruised, and crushed by tra tragedy. Set them free. When the kingdom comes, it sets a religion can't set people free. This is not a, a ministry mission. This is not a this is not a, a denomination mission or a religious mission. This is a kingdom mission. This is part of the kingdom. This is part of the kingdom. He came telling him, listen, as part of the message that I'm bringing, as part of what I'm doing, this is what's going to happen. Because as king, I'm anointed. And listen, if we are under the king, if we are subject to the king in his kingdom, then guess what happens? We bring the same announcement everywhere we go. When people hear about the arrival of a, a of this king's kingdom, the kingdom of heaven, Christ Jesus, as king, when he arrives with his kingdom, when you embrace it, this is what happens to you. This is the mission. This is this is the incredible influence, power of the kingdom of God. And this is what happens when we experience and embrace the kingdom of God. That's what he was saying. That's what he was saying to them. But they couldn't, they couldn't ex they couldn't handle it. Because in their blindness. He says, today the scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing and in your presence. And they were speaking well of him, it says, and they were in awe and they were wondering about the words of grace which was coming from his lips. And they were saying, but then again, but isn't this like Joseph and Mary's son? You know, didn't we sort of, didn't we play with him and grow up with him? And he said to them, you're going to say to me, physician, heal yourself, whatever miracles that we heard were done by you in Caponium, do you in, in your hometown as well? And he says, most solemnly, I say to you, no prophet is welcome in his own hometown. What you're saying is like, they embraced the kingdom. Are you going to? And they weren't because they began to be offended at him because they were looking at him as in the natural. You cannot be king. You cannot be the king of the kingdom. You cannot be. We know you. And there was the whole thing fell down. In the Passion Translation, he said this. He said, Jesus said to them, don't you know? Um, uh, he said, when they finally found him, they held him tightly, begging him to stay with them in Caponium. This is verse 42, verse 43. But Jesus said, don't you know there are other places I must go to, uh, to I must go to and offer them the hope found in God's kingdom realm. 
This is the hope. This is what people are wanting. They're not wanting your meetings. They're not wanting how great you are and how wonderful your ministry is. They want him. They want his kingdom. They're not interested. You know, we can come preaching our democracy and, and our idea, and we've got to influence all of that. You, you understand? Democracy is like the best form of government you can get uh, the side of the kingdom of God. It's the best form of government that has man has come up with. Everything else, you know, puts men in bondage. But when the kingdom comes, when the government of the king comes, there's a total, a total revolution, transformation in, in people's lives. And that's what it's about. There's hope found in God's kingdom realm. And that's why you ought to be preachers of his kingdom, teachers of his kingdom. Don't teach, don't, you know, don't teach about healing and prosperity and all these things. Preach the good news of the kingdom because it is good news to the poor. It is an, it's, a, it's announcing release to the captives. It speaks about recovery to the blind. Those that lost their sight, and not just physically, <laughs> but they've lost their sight to see what is the hope and, to, and freedom to those that are oppressed. Freedom, that's why the devil hates it. That's why the kingdoms and the nations hate it. Hate it. Because it gives people freedom. It sets, it breaks the oppression. It, if you can keep people oppressed, you've, you keep them controlled. But when they're set free from oppression, then suddenly they can see. And when they see, you can't control them anymore. You can't control them. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? So that's what I want to share with you today. Keep this in mind. The kingdom's mission. Get on the mission of the kingdom of God. Jesus said, for this reason, I was sent. For this purpose, I was sent. I must go to the other places also. I've got to keep going because um, I must preach the good news of the kingdom of God, the kingdom of God. No, your your little messages that you, your little sermons, that's not necessarily the kingdom of God. I, I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> he said, because I was sent for this purpose, because I've been sent to do this. This is what I've been sent to do. So to, the thing that I want you to see today was, that, that mission of the kingdom, to set free, to recover, to, to um, bring good news to the poor, to those that are poverty-stricken in so many areas. When they understand the kingdom, understand I'm a citizen of the kingdom of heaven. You know, God's got no lack, no lack. <laughs> Glory to God. All right. So thanks for being with me. Until next time, this is Sean saying God bless you. 